Happy Pride Month! It's your favorite cast of Queerdos. It's the Queer-centric with the king of all Queerdos himself, Queerly Johnny! Welcome to an amazing podcast. I didn't want to say again because I say that every single week. Again, because you already know it's always an amazing podcast. The Queer-centric, we are excited to be here today. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is like a... It's going to be a fun show about fun things, but it's also like a preamble to a show that's coming up that uh, people are very excited about. So I'm excited to to bring this to you. Uh, before we get to the main guest, who you'll probably hear in a minute, I wanted to talk about a few items like we like to do. I wanted to point everybody uh, in the direction of our website, thequeercentric.com, because I sat down and wrote something about a lovely, beautiful uh, piece of theater that we have here. Um, I don't know if you've been to the Fox Theater downtown. Um, I'm sure you have. It's been there for almost 100 years, and it's gorgeous. They've kept it up beautifully. I know they had a remodel like a few decades ago, but all I want to say is I went to the, I, I think I told you all that I went to the final uh, performance of the season of uh, the symphony there before they, because they take their little hiatus because everybody deserves a break, except me. Um, <laughs> it was beautiful. So please go to uh, thequeercentric.com, check out the Fox article that I wrote because it's all about celebrating the things in your town and this is your town, um, the theaters and the little back alley places that we forget sometimes to to support and celebrate and to be part of the culture in our town. So I would uh, suggest going to, to that because, and I mean, it's a short article because that's about the talent I have to put out, but it's good. So be sure to go look at that. I also wanted to mention The Bing because they have a really fun thing coming up uh, on June 24th at 8 o'clock p.m., is Dungeons and Drag Queens. And this is a Seattle show that is so popular over there. And seriously, it's a comedian and drag queens and they're playing Dungeons and Dragons. And you would think, well, that's odd. It's freaking hysterical. Oh my God, it's so good. It is, I do need to tell the children it is rated R. But it's coming uh, June 24th. And if Kurt and I have anything to say about it, we're going to be talking to them and be right there to see this. I've watched, you can watch clips on YouTube. It, uh, it gets carried away and that's exactly what I enjoy. So the Bing Theater, also a classic theater in Spokane. So go there. Uh, you know, we love the Garland Theater. They have been going through it lately. Um, and so we want to support. I mean, this theater in the Garland District is an actual movie theater. It's been around since November 1945. Uh, and at the time when it, it opened, it was considered the premier movie house of the west better than la 1945 All right. yeah so here's the thing don't let that go to waste mm -hmm. what that they always have the bonbon right next door you can go have a little drink a little cocktail before going to uh to a show worth supporting daniel we're sending you down there uh right you're going to go to the garland district because they have their own pride area oh yeah absolutely yeah so you're going to want to watch for daniel the intern He'll be moseying about that whole area, including the new, we keep saying, the new lesbian bar. Eventually, There's you'll get there. There's a new lesbian bar? Yes. Tell it, girl. I know. What's it called? The Garland Drinkery. 
the Garland Drinkery, right? I think it's been open for a little bit, but they have just recently. I think I've heard of it. I did not yeah. realize it's yes. where the ladies a, came out to play. Can we talk about <laughs> a proper lesbian bar? Because let's all be honest, the gay boys, we tend to just take everything, right? The last thing I remember, and it was before the hop was the hop, it was the Mercury, yeah. and it was the like lesbian like cafe. Right. I went on my first girl date there. Oh, it was great. I love the Mercury. Yeah. And that makes me sad because I haven't thought about them in forever. Uh, well, what I keep thinking is uh, the Wild Rose in Seattle was, it's Seattle, and it was the one. We have 18 gay bars for all the boys. Yeah. And then we had one. And it mostly, I think it was because they're like, we do not want to deal with your foolishness. So, they, you know, <laughs> there's just one. But we never have enough lesbian bars, ever. No, no I, I, I remember distinctly, it was probably like eight, nine years ago. Uh, Tegan and Sarah came to Knitting Factory oh. and I remember going and I was so excited. I was like, yes. this is where all the lesbians have been waiting. <laughs> We've just been waiting for one exactly. reason to like Exactly. I'm telling you, <laughs> I love that it's there. And of course, uh, we, we'll send Daniel. Because <laughs> that, that'll make we? sense. Why wouldn't right. we? Daniel the intern. He's coming to the Garland district near you. I just want to make him a pin, Daniel the intern. I know, right? <laughs> Daniel gets a lot of attention, and we're, we're happy for it. He does our lives on Sunday. There's lives on our Facebook page. Oh. And so he always has someone who's been on the show, and then Daniel. And people love it. So, so if there. you want to go on there, let me know. I am a lady that likes to chat. Uh, <laughs> there. That's all he needs right there. Uh, finally, I do want to say, you know my favorite movie house, uh, no, I love the Carlin, but my other favorite movie house is The Magic Lantern on Maine. Uh, they play all the indie movies that I can't see in regular theater, mm -hmm. and I'm an indie lover. I hey, love and those And you things. get to rent it. I did you not can know rent I the whole thing. That. Yeah, years ago, it was like 10 years ago, and it was my birthday and somebody else's birthday, and my friend was like, hey, we're going to rent this movie and go there, and it's going to be whimsical. It's a whimsical movie for oh. your birthday. And I'm like, okay, do I get to guess? Can I guess what the whimsy is? <laughs> right. I did not guess right. It was Delicatessen. It was a French <gasps> oh, film wow. about cannibals. Classic, and like, though. I mean, right? It made yes. me happy. I'd never yes. seen it, but I was like, that was not where I went when you that said whimsical. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was like 20-something years ago. It was oh a hot my minute. God. It was a hot yeah. minute, but I do love it. It's oh, gritty, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, you can rent it out, and it's not mm -hmm. its not so expensive it breaks your bank at all. Just get a and bunch can, of friends yep, together. Rally the I friends. love it. That's where I saw Lily Tomlin when she did the movie Grandma, and it was brilliant. But you couldn't get that movie anywhere because it was talking about abortion. They don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And it was so good. Plus, it made me want her to never die, please, because you are so... I she's so good. much. I will watch everything she's in <laughs> just because I'm like, she's the kooky. Oh, I want to grow up. She is ex yes, exactly. <laughs> I pr I like to think that I'm more Jane Fonda, but in reality, I am more Lily Tomlin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's also the sweetest. I saw her when she was here. Uh, I think it was the Fox uh, oh. years ago, and then I met her. She's this tall. She's tall. You would think she was because, because the way they film her. Yeah. And they film her. She looks linking. Yeah. No, she was shorter than I am. She yeah. was right next to my shoulder, and I'm like. You know, you don't want to tell Lily Put that. In your exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, short. Well. And I am very short. People think that I'm tall. I just wear big boots. Thank you. And then they see me flat foot and they're like, oh my gosh, is that all you are? I'm like, yeah. Exactly. Shorty well, McShorty Brand. You know, I discovered that I am the same height as Tom Cruise, which honestly isn't that short. But you know, they act like he's some little person oh, in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, no, I'm the same size as Tom Cruise. 
So if he needs a, a stand in, obviously Clearly I could double. Could. I mean, <laughs> listen, it's not the land of illusion for nothing. <laughs> for nothing. Uh, finally, we want to, we love to celebrate guests who have been on our show, especially if they were always so kind to us. We want to give a shout out to Jason T. Gaffney and David Singletary, two of my favorite people in the world. They did a Marriage of Inconvenience, and we had them on. That's, of course, on Deku.com. Uh, Jason wrote, directed, produced it. It's a very cute uh, TV show. It's doing very well on Deku. So well that TLA Releasing has just released a DVD version of it. And I think I know how hard that is. Um, and I'm so proud of them. And so please, if you want to own it, I'm going to own it. Please go to tlareleasing.com. Look for Marriage of Inconvenience. And congratulations to those two. They worked hard. And it's so fun. It's such a fun show. Yeah. Plus, I love me some indie artists because we got to support that, mm-hmm. especially right now with the strikes going on, which all you uh, streaming services, get your head out of your ass and pay them, please. This is ridiculous. So that's just my little... little, little. <laughs> I'm so sad that all the people with the money are like, mm, I don't think we want to pay you writers. Yeah. So we're going to have a whole lot of... So I'm telling you, this is what's going to happen. For the next year, we're going to have a whole lot of... Uh, reality shows. If you don't want that, we don't want that. <laughs> please, please <laughs> let them hire the writers. Oh, this is what happened last <laughs> time. I think it was 10 years ago they did the last writer strike because oh, they weren't going to get paid yeah. then either. And all we saw for a year was horrible reality. Listen, I need some variety. It might be the time that I was like not disappointed that I didn't have cable or anything. Thank you, right? <laughs> Do you know, I, I look back now, I didn't have TV for like 10 years mm-hmm. and it never cross my mind and now i'm back to oh i need that you know watching all this stuff i and i'm not sorry i'm not getting rid of it but i i can think back to those years of when i didn't care i remember not having a cell phone and telling everybody i'm never getting a cell phone because i don't need to be that busy and now i'm i'm shackled to my cell phones <laughs> that is that is a full right term. yeah exactly well i do want to welcome our amazing guests that all of y'all have been waiting uh for and I, we're gonna have a good conversation i already know um, so I, I was so all day, I've been wanting to pronounce this lovely, uh, lovely lady's name, right. And I started great. And then I slipped somewhere in the day into French. I don't speak French and I'm bad at accents. So everybody at work is like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know anymore, I, but I'm not mad at the fact that you just went into random accents because I do that just because I'm a weirdo that like saying this normal isn't how it should be. No, it right. I'm like, it's so fancy. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was very much like uh, I was jumping into Dangerous Liaison. Oh. Yes, because it's sexy, it's kinky, and it's Madame Stina Ray. Oh. That is who is here <laughs> in studio. You guys can see her. We have her. Hey, Madame hey. Stina Ray, thank you for taking time to come in. Oh, thank you. Because I know you are very busy. Yes. You guys have a lot that you do. We don't stop. No. and like that ever. Honestly, isn't that the only way? It's all I know. It's- Exactly. If you stop, it gives too much things a chance to catch up. So you just keep doing the things. It's true. I know. That's how I work. <laughs> and like, if I stop, I'm. It's gonna be like a train wreck. You know, yeah. just going into the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to say I also love when Kurt goes around and he he taps guests on the shoulder as if no one can see him Coming on in. camera. <laughs> I forgot I need to fist my mouth. With yes, the mic. fist my mouth. <laughs> I can't I fit my fist to in my mouth. Hell yeah, to tell me to this. move in. <laughs> Hello. I'm, I'm a person that's always worried about being too loud, so then I'm like extra mm, quiet. You're on the right show. Because <laughs> I am very loud. Very loud. <laughs> uh, well, uh, my friend, first let's start with 
uh, I would say for me at least, it's how I met you. The, your claim to fame, which is this beautiful storefront that you have in Spokane, can you tell us what that is and what it is? Yeah, uh, we own, my husband and I own Atomic Threads Boutique. Uh, it's a pinup and alternative clothing store with all the other things. Basically, <laughs> the best, and I'm stealing, I've, I've, Do stole, it. I've stolen it. it, I've used it. I love it. We're just a bunch of queerdos doing a bunch of queer things. Hell yes. <laughs> and that really should be like a, an yeah, ad, little it slogan. Really, it made me happy because like <laughs> yeah, your hashtag queerdos, I'm like, I, I tell everybody, we're just weirdos doing weird things. I love And now this. I'm like, I can never go back. Exactly. <laughs> and I love the queerdo thing because it, it encompasses so so much. You know what so I mean? Much. Well, your store, so I, everyone will remember I have told stories of Daniel and us <laughs> going on a tour and what it was you like. You didn't see it coming, did you? <laughs> I did not. The joy, <laughs> the joy I get on the look on your face was my favorite moment. So you guys have heard me talk about this beautiful place. I When I think about it, it is a. It is not just a store no. to me. It is a whole. It's a whole experience. Yes, it's an attitude. A it's a lifestyle. Ex- yep. It's everything. It's all the things. So basically, I should not be allowed to have this <laughs> much space to do whatever I want with all of the time that I have. And so, because I do, uh, we have the clothing boutique, which also then brings in a lot of like lo- local artists and authors and creators okay. and crafters. Uh, but then we also have our bombshell review, which is our cabaret show. Hallelujah. That's uh, my happy place. Uh, mm. I just had my birthday show last week, two Yay. weekends ago. It yeah. was ridiculous. I definitely roller skated down the, the aisle at one point and then roller that's skated so around amazing. a pole because that's what I do <laughs> randomly. Uh, so we bring in a bunch of burlesque and drag and aerialists and contortionists and singing and stand-up comedy and poetry. Basically, if you can perform it on a stage... You can do it on ours. (laughs) And it's not, and what I love is, so uh, before you're talking about there's clothing, there's all this stuff, books and all these things, but it is not your uh, auntie's bookstore. And I love you auntie's, but it ain't. It It is is broader. It is more permissive and more not uptight. You know what I mean? No, my favorite book that we have uh, is a local author, uh, <laughs> uh, it's called Richard Elephant. It's a, it's about a gentleman elephant who was just minding his business and <laughs> happens upon a construction cone and he smells <gasps> the, the construction cone <laughs> and then it sniffs into his nose and now he has a very phallic shaped trunk uh, <laughs> I, I, and then he later meets a lady elephant who sniffs a flower so hard that he she sneezes and her trunk goes inverted. Oh my and God! Then they That's brilliant. Oh. And they go out on a date, and it was love at first and trunking, it's the first perfect fit. <laughs> and so, like, that's the kind of weirdo things that we have because, like, where else are you going to find Thank that? You. Well, you know what? I so I've always been wondering. Like, of course, I come from the days when Capitol Hill was Capitol Hill. It's where you went if you were a young queer person and you didn't know where you fit. You would go to Capitol Hill. And I remember for years, I thought, what? We have to have a new um, evolution of our gay bookstores, right? Mm -hmm. Because they don't... There were some beautiful ones that were over on the hill back in the day, but it has something with time they haven't changed. And I was thinking about uh, your store, your shop, and it takes over that that feeling. I remember walking into those places and being like, you just felt like you belonged there. Mm -hmm. Because... Because you weren't, didn't have to be a certain way and you didn't have to. And I, I feel truly that this is the evolution of what that was for us 
uh, you know, career people 20 years ago, this is where it went. Well, and that's what we wanted to create. I wanted a place like it originally started to be size inclusive and actually started in the bedroom of our house. Nice. Uh, I randomly was waiting for my kids to get off the school bus and I had an idea and I actually randomly found the Marco Polo video that I messaged to my husband. I was like, hey, I don't know if you saw my text, but uh, I had an idea. What you think? I'm not going to be able to dog groom forever because that's what I was doing for 17 years. And like that takes a toll on your body. Oh, for real. So I was like, I'm not going to do this forever, obviously. So maybe a clothing store because I was a size 24 and wanting as a photographer that did pinup and fetish um, photography, I wanted to look the part. And I remember going to all the different stores. I went to Seattle to a pinup boutique and they only went up to a size 16. And I was just like, isn't that interesting? What is everybody else supposed to do? Just because you're a little curvier or a little fluffier doesn't mean you can't feel cute. And thank you. I didn't understand why that was such a hard concept. So he was like, well, yeah, I was like, I know the timing is terrible. We just got married a month ago. <laughs> we just moved into this house. We don't have any money. We have no- <laughs> right. nothing but idea. And he's like, yeah. no, great idea. Wrong time. And then he started asking <laughs> questions over the next couple months. And he's like, hey, that idea you had, what would we call it? I'm like, oh, I have that figured out. And he's like, oh, okay. Nice. And he's like, what will we carry? I'm like, I have that figured out too. Because I've been working <laughs> with models and shooting for these brands yeah. for years that I've been around it and knew what would work. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, I got it. So by about January, he's like, that idea you had, wanna wanna go for it? And I was right. like, um, yes. So we got all of, we scrounged $2,500 up. Wow. And got uh, our business license. We got uh, acceptance from four brands to carry, ordered them. Nice. Came in, we created our bedroom in our house into a boutique so people could like do by appointments or right. on Saturdays. I did mimosa Saturdays. Nice. So they could come in and they could have a like blackberry mimosa that I'd make them or a mocktail. And right. Like here, I'm not the creeper in my house just <laughs> luring you to your death in my right. basement. I exactly. swear. <laughs> um, how long did it take before? Because you guys are in the beautiful historic boulevard building mm-hmm. on Monroe. How long did it take to, to, to end up there? If we were smart people, it would have been a lot longer, but we're not. <laughs> and I shoot of from course, the hip. Right. Uh, so for a year and a half, we were in our bedroom and then we would go to street fairs and car shows. Yeah. We did our first pride as well. Nice. Uh, then, on our second year, yeah, right after a year and a half, we got into um, uh, the place that Lunarium actually just opened up oh, next yeah. to Baskin Robbins. Right. So they were just getting ready to open that up before um, the Monroe District construction was over. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, <laughs> I know we weren't looking for a storefront for a year. Right? But it's here, and I'll just call and just find out. And they're like, okay, we're not going to get a better deal. This is probably what we're going to need to do. And so we did. And so we were there for about three years. Uh, Our first year was like, went great. And I was like, yeah, this is our first year. Right. We got this made. And then COVID hit. Of course. And shut it all down. (laughs) So now we're having to go home and still pay the rent there. Right. Figure that all out because doing that through a pandemic is its own thing. Yeah. And so we were at that space for just about, three years and then in june two years will be two years for where when we moved to the boulevard we got the keys the first of june and then spokane pride did a pop-up the next weekend at our space so we moved everything that we could in 
one day across the parking lot, oh. kind of did a setup of like, this is how we think the boutique will be. Right. And then 300 people came through the boutique and we're like, yeah. hi, <laughs> we don't have AC, we have nothing, right. you're just right. going to sweat and be it. <laughs> but it's been a really good thing. It's opened up so much and then gave space for the things that wanted to grow. Right. That yeah. space. And it's an amazing space. The, the history, this historic building mm-hmm. with this idea of, of letting people be who they are was is a perfect match now let's get to the part so (laughs) i was in there because i wanted to you know see it you guys were going to come on the show and i was like i want to go look and i of course i guarantee you if you're in spokane you've driven by it because it's hard to miss that show that storefront yes and i love that uh it's really hard to miss now because the pride flags are up they're everywhere yeah and i love that taken down Two different times we've had yeah. them ripped down. So now they're like above. I'm like, I yeah, have to work together. It would it. be hard. <laughs> yeah. I was hearing stories when I was in there. And one of the things is, and I want to talk about it because it's kind of going to give a good uh, intro to a show that we're doing in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but so your lovely husband uh, asked if I wanted a tour of the basement. Now, I already knew about the basement. I was like, hell yes, I did. But I didn't uh-huh. warn Daniel the intern. <laughs> I love that you didn't warn. And like seeing your face from over here is great. <laughs> oh, my favorite thing is so we're going. And, Daniel, you're behind me. And we're going, we're just having a good time talking. He's showing me everything. And then there's a moment where I turn around for some reason. And the look on Daniel's face of, I don't know what to do with all this information. <laughs> made me so happy i feel that joy so hard i give tours down there and i feel very like almost like a flight attendant like okay we go down the stairs i'm like all right on your left over here we have the two saint andrews crosses they go here and then they go up there it's a whole like there's there's well explain to (laughs) our listeners what this basement is and what you use the space for and because for someone like me who's not, uh, nothing is new to me, I could, ha- I had a very different experience than, than if someone is not exposed. Yes. So first explain to our listeners what's down there. Okay. So along with the bombshell review, we also have the house of debauchery, which is our kink education and social club. So that is our nice way of saying we have a dungeon and I like <laughs> yeah. to play in it. <laughs> And so we created a space basically because that was honestly one of the biggest selling points of going through the building. I've been in the building before when it was a hardware store. I've been in the building when it was the mercantile. And then we got the opportunity to walk through the building when it was nothing. And I was like, okay, look at this space. (laughs) I can do this. And then we went to the downstairs and I had seen the downstairs. Yeah. And then I looked and I was like, my landlord is standing over here. I walked by my husband. I'm like, I don't care what it takes. We right. here. This is <laughs> because it. Because looking at the space, it is like rock walls from like yeah. the building is built in 1900 yeah. or 1910. So like you've got the stone walls, you've got the brick walls, you've got the antique or like the vintage like teak wood that's there. Yeah. And it's got like the old fuel like consistent, like it's got all these things exactly. written on the wood. And I just love it. And we wanted to create a space that, because Spokane has a big kink community. Yes. But it is all very underground. And I'm a person that can talk. Yeah. Uh, My husband would often ask me, 
after somebody would come in and then leave, he'd be like, how long have you known them? And I was like, five, five minutes that they right. were in here. And he's like, and you were talking to them about that? And I'm like, I mean, the conversation just went there. Right? Why wouldn't I? Exactly. And I don't have a hesitation of talking about kink and fetishes and such. So what I noticed when we were in our old location or even in our house of like, you're having these intimate talks with people about what they're wearing, what they're yeah. wanting to wear it for. I want to get something to feel like this. I want to get something yeah. to feel like this. I'm like, did you know that this exists? Exactly. Because this may be very up your alley. Exactly. And so like talking to people, they didn't know that, you know, there's a thing called like FetLife, which is yep. Facebook for kinky people. Yes. And they've got like all these different get togethers that we have in town. But if you're not on a site or, and if you don't want to be in social media, yeah, like you're never going to know about those things. And exactly. I live transparently yeah. for a reason. Like I live transparently because nobody can hold anything against me if I put it out there. <gasps> See, that's my philosophy. It's not life. a weapon. Yes. You can't use exactly. it as a weapon because I put it out there in my yep. If I don't buy into the shame, there's not shame here. Yep. Yeah, Same. that's more on that person. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, so talking about kink was never a weird thing for me. Yeah. Um, it's more on the other person's yeah. wanting to. And so as we started having that and knowing that like there's a big a big crowd of people that want yeah. the education. They want to meet the like-minded people. Yeah. They just don't want to do it at a bar. Yeah. And like, that's okay. There's a place for that. Like they yeah. have munches that go out and meet at bars and that's great. But for people that are under 21 right. or that don't enjoy that, I have a hard time hearing. So going to yeah. a bar is really hard. Um, but other people for whatever reasons don't want that. And so be yeah. able to have that where you can talk about these things without wondering who's a table yeah. away, who do they know that know you exactly. and all of those. It, the way you approach it takes away this stigma. Yeah. And the only way to do it is to be able to comfortably talk about it and allow. Here's the thing. I, I believe wholeheartedly things get uh, dark and twisty when we keep them in the shadows. Yes. Why not celebrate and talk about mm -hmm. and learn? I mean, what I love about uh, the basement there is you talked about education. I mean, talk about, I want, you know, you're thinking, you're like, I want to learn, but how would you think there was a place to learn? Well, guess what? There is yeah. a place to learn these things. That takes away the, basically the same philosophy, takes away the weapon from mm -hmm. the people who would use it as yeah, that. Yeah, and it gives a space where it, that kind of knowledge is accept, um, accessible yeah. because you don't know where to look for it if you don't have it. Exactly. So like tomorrow we're having our first uh, Not Your Mom Sex Ed nice. class. And so we have our um, sex edutainer, nice. uh, Lindsay Love, that's going to be come in and she's like taking away all the stigmas that a lot of like shame gets put into sex health in your schools. And, and it's, why? it's so bad. Why? Yeah. And so like, it's a space for that. She's going to be talking about different, like queer inclusive terminology yeah. and uses into sex and like all the different broad spectrums. And so giving that ability and we do the same thing within kink. We have Shibari classes every month, I know, which so, is a beautiful art form. It for is. Sure. It's so much. And then we have our rope jams where it's like not a class setting, but you can just come in, yeah. hang out, learn how to tie, Tie it on mannequins and then go on your merry oh, way. See. And so it's really great to have that like camaraderie of like, I can be a weirdo with other weirdos. Right? We're doing the weird things and it's not yeah. all that weird. Yeah, exactly. And it's weird. Uh, so my funny story for the downstairs and yeah. my best, we'll call it a tour, uh, <laughs> was one day I had heard, because we have tenants that live above us in the oh. building. So they have apartments. And I heard this like stomp, 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 stomp down the stairs. I'm like, it sounds like a herd of elephants. Yeah. So I look out my security footage uh monitor 
and I see just a herd of firemen coming out. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And then the firemen are coming around to the front. I'm like, okay. So we have the like boiler room downstairs and they yep. have their own key entrance, but they like to come right. in, make sure all the people that are on staff know where like the firebox is, right. where the door, make sure their keys work. I'm like, okay, yeah. come on in. Uh, I just want to let you know that we are set up for a eight, we do 18 and older um, alternative lifestyle classes. That's <laughs> how I put it. Uh, nice. Yep. And so I was like, so everything is set up downstairs. So all the St. Andrews crosses are down. Right. Benches are out. Like everything is set up for a night of shenanigans. Yes. And we go through and I'm like, here's the main showroom. And then this is the layer. And then we all, oh, here's the boiler room. Okay. If you have any questions, don't hesitate. <laughs> right. I'll be upstairs. I've got to go upstairs in case somebody comes in. So I go upstairs and I watch them come out of the boiler room. We have a cross. Yeah. We have a pair of suspended stocks. Yeah. Yes. Just hanging in there. And I see firemen go lay up against the cross <laughs> and like another one unlocks the stocks. Another one gets in and locks this them is... in and then they're posing and taking pictures. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just taking a picture of the monitor yes, to that's... show my husband. Like, I don't know how your day is, but right. this is mine. Mine is right. filled with a bunch of firemen oh, in my dungeon what playing a dream. on the stuff. What a <laughs> so dream. Just, so it's like, yeah, the, the uh, tours get colorful at times. Right? <laughs> I just find it, I find our culture so interesting because we deny that we ever think about things mm -hmm. like that. You know what I mean? Which Absolutely. is fascinating. I mean, and I think uh, for people as part of the queer community, um, it, being young and feeling different and so it is so it's interesting to me and i love that there is a place a uh, disneyland uh for lack of a better <laughs> word and a place to explore and mm -hmm. to go oh wait it's okay that mm -hmm. i think about this it's okay that i explore what this yeah. is it's okay that daniel signs up for class it's totally okay it absolutely is and we even have <laughs> negotiation flyers so you're like i want to do a thing how do I talk to a person about doing a thing? We have a flyer for Brilliant. that. Brilliant. Oh my goodness. Listen, it's a whole world. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fun, actually. <laughs> it's a whole world there. And that's what gets me excited because on our show, I have said the same thing for years, which is if you listen, I'll tell you whatever you want to know. If you want to find stuff, it's out there to find because I call it the Madonna philosophy because I'm just going to put it all out. Mm -hmm. And here you go because it's, horrible we were one of the first shows to have a sex show back in the day because we weren't talking about these things yeah and uh you know especially in the queer community these young gay boys would come and have questions they had no place to give those questions well we gave them a safe space now you know i wanted to say for us we got a lot of uh backlash back in the day I can how has it been for you guys surprisingly when we talk the grand scheme of things yeah not bad. We've had a couple letters. Uh, my first one was interesting. I had had a mannequin in in the window, and I had just done a really cute like um, wrist tie. On yeah. Her. And uh, there was nothing risky or risque, risque yeah. or anything like that. And I get a letter shoved in our mail slot that was from a person, and they're like, "Hey." I congratulate you on your like journey and I understand you're like what you're trying to do. I get it. I applaud you. I'm like, okay, not bad. However, the rope can be a little um, alarming and be a little like trigger some people's things. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. some people have had different right, experiences right. in your life. However, the next PS was like, PS, maybe try zip ties. I'm like, 
<laughs> what says worse? Like I'm gonna do that is in a back alley. Yeah. Rope or a zip tie? Yeah, my brain says a definitely zip tie. the zip tie. <laughs> Have, do you not spend hours like I do on YouTube watching true crime? It's always the zip tie. It's always the yes. zip ties, and like with the rope, you're consensually sitting there while they do the pretty thing. Thank you. And then they make it look so. Anybody yeah, who's gonna then, make it look so pretty yeah. doesn't have time for that other yeah. stuff. Yeah. So it was it was a very interesting thing. So it's just, but that's also where it comes with the lack of knowledge. Yeah. Because like another thing is like you're putting things like that in the window. What am I supposed to say to my kids? I'm like, that is honestly the perfect opportunity to either option A, that's not something we're going to talk about. You're right. not old enough. If that's your case, great. Right. But also, you can talk about the rope. What yeah. is it? What it's not just used for pervy things. Exactly. Like, it has its place. But Kurt, <laughs> what did you say? Because uh, we were talking to her husband, and he was telling us a story, and I forget because he said, and then she said, "What will I tell my son?" And you said. If he doesn't remember, this is making this moment awful. But it was so great. You said how, or the question was, how do you tell your son or your yeah, child? Yeah. And I said, with your mouth. Oh, that's right. Yes. Like, it's, exactly. it's simple. It's yeah. sim- it's a conversation. It's just that's a conversation all. waiting to be had. Yeah. And like, I've had those talks. Like, those talks with my kids. Like, I have an 18 and an 11-year-old. And let's yeah. be honest, the walls of our house are only so thick. Right. And so, like, questions get brought up. Like, my youngest asked me one day. Mom, can I ask a question? Yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I hear you cry sometimes in the middle of the night. Why? Okay. <laughs> okay. Because we're talking BDSM, so like there's like yeah. there's yeah. sometimes crying comes with that bag. Right. However, it's not always a bad thing. I was like, okay, yeah. so the best way I could look at it is like, hey, all right. You know how when you come home from school or from your dad's house and you're feeling like you have a lot of emotions pent up, but right. you don't know what you're feeling. You're just feeling a lot. And right. Sometimes you just need to snuggle up and cry and then we feel better. Right. And like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, well, adults are the same way. We just have bigger things on our plates and sometimes we need help letting right. that out. So exactly. dad, dad just helps me release some of that tension. Oh, okay. And it moves right on. It doesn't have to be so. I don't, he doesn't, they don't need the details of what's happening behind the Exactly. And that's not what it's about. (laughs) Yeah. It's about what are you doing? What tools are you using to get the release you need? If you teach them their safety Mm -hmm. and questions, if you teach them their safety and curiosity, that's what I find to be beautiful. So, Dan, you can ask us anything you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what so what's exciting is it, at the end of june because it's pride month one of the shows we're going to be doing is with the man you all love of course damon l jacobs and with you and your lovely husband i believe yes, yes. uh and it's the fetish show we've been talking to you all about it since the sex show y'all have a lot of questions um and like we said you actually uh will be able to send us questions on on instagram and as we've said we recognize everyone as long as it's done in the the spirit and the soul in which we we are doing it so respect and if it's serious and please send those questions in and we're all going to talk damon's excited because it's a side of things he doesn't know as much as he wishes that he did so he loves that there's going to be this partnership then that you know he can ask those questions but yeah yeah so we also have um in in june on the 10th at pride because uh, Mike and I both are on the Pride board, kind of yes. helping get things together. Yeah. Um, they've given us, they brought us on as uh, kink and sex positivity consultants. Love. Oh, that's so awesome. I'm super happy about that because they wanted to bring a better representation to Pride, though it is, yes, a family-friendly event. There are a bunch of us queers yes. that want some adult interaction. And, yes. <laughs> and there's an adult zone. There is. Right? That's what we're running. Yes. So it'll be inside the pavilion. So it'll be completely... Um, 
Um, one entry, one exit only. Everything will be curtained out. Um, we'll be checking IDs at the door, so 18 and over. You cannot appear to be inebriated at all. You can leave, go sober up, right. and come yeah, back yeah, for yeah. the fun. Mm-hmm. Um, inside, we will be having a variety of performances. So we'll have some of our performers from our troupe. So we'll have um, aerial chains. We'll have pole dancing. We'll have so uh, a couple called, uh, their name is Matt and Muse. They're coming from L.A. They travel around L.A. area. Nice, yeah. Uh, they do a lot of rope suspension performances. Yeah. They're beautiful. They came here in April for the um, uh, Entice that was the erotic ball that we had. Uh, So we're going to have the performances. We'll have education. We'll have uh, Not Your Mom's Sex Ed. Uh, She'll also be doing another class about consent. Um, Important. Yes. Then we'll have a sensory area where we'll have different, um, they're called violet wands. So it's for electrical play. So very like sensory. You can like be able to try and like try things out that aren't any kind of impact or anything like that. Right. Right. We'll have a rope area. So we'll have instructors there for, with rope provided in mannequins. So you can learn how to do like a chest harness. We'll have mats down and toys for those doing like pet play so we'll have that going oh, on oh well. like pup play and uh-huh, all that good stuff uh-huh. oh. so, and then we'll have a variety of vendors um adam and eve will be there brazen will be there nice. and we'll have a lot of education and handouts available how are you doing are you good yeah. are yeah. you good i just <laughs> dove right deep <laughs> and i didn't I, even look for your consent in your face i was like hey. right and the corner of my eye was like oh reacting uh-huh. we're reacting I saw, over i saw giggles happening and i was like oh am i getting to a weird space that's okay. See, this is this will be good. We'll let you leave street team long enough to go uh, peek in the door. <laughs> I do want to say two things. One, she did say there was one entrance and one exit. And just so you know, <laughs> for me, every entrance is an exit. I and wanted every to go there so entrance. bad. <laughs> so please, if you see me, know that that's, that's how I roll. Uh, <laughs> secondly, you mentioned something that I find is a controversial opinion that I have. But I'm going to say it anyways. I am all for... Uh, family friendly right mm-hmm. i'm all for it i love that it yes. is more inclusive right i remember the freedom when i was younger and i would go to pride you you were allowed to still revel in in being in and discovering things right and so for a long time i was getting real tired that you couldn't go and have that same experience. Listen, I'm not asking it to be Christopher Street. I'm not asking for us to be in San Francisco and there's sex in the streets. I'm not asking, you know, for all of that or uh, decadence in we New Orleans. Check that out. We want some spice. Yeah. And so I loved, I was talking to, to Matt and I was like, I love that you found a way to give us that option within our pride because it's okay. It absolutely yeah. is. And uh, it, my first pride I went to was an accident. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I stumbled upon it. it. Was in Long Beach when I was in college, oh, and uh, I did not know what pride was. I did not yeah. know what was happening. I just knew I lived across the street from the beach. Yes, and one right. day, a lot of gays were congregating, and I had yes. no clue why we weren't wearing a whole lot of clothes. And I yes. was like, well, clearly, I need to go find out. Exactly. And so I did. It was great and had a super fun time. Um, and then I gone a couple of years there. I then moved home. I went to my first Pride here. My kiddo was three, so oh, I was wow. 2007 was my first Pride here. Yeah. And so we've gone to Vegas a few times, which is fun. Yes. Uh, I went to Seattle Pride with my husband. That was the longest Pride parade ever. It is the longest. I yeah. lasted four hours out of the six. I got yes, Pride. Still got, have the tan oh, lines from it. For real. It was a lot. Uh, New York was one of my favorites. Oh, I haven't been yet. I would love that. It was interesting because it was right after COVID. So yeah. I, uh, 
we didn't get just like the big parade because yeah. it was a pop-up parade. So like this part of the area, they'll come and then this one and then this right. one. So like my favorite part is the Dykes on Bikes and I got oh, to see yeah. it like five times. I was so happy. Yeah. I was like, I'm just <laughs> following them around. I don't understand a pride that doesn't start with Dykes on Bikes because that's the tradition. It absolutely yes. you know why it is. No. So it was from, uh, and I may not get all of the right. the <laughs> the things right, right, but in the eighties when um, AIDS was yep. taking a storm, yep. right, um, a lot of gay, and again I could be slaughtering this, so I apologize if so, but a lot of gay men were not able to get the health care that they were needing nope. um, because they didn't have anyone to be the partner. Yeah, well, lesbians. Yep. would kind this of very true. do the beard thing yeah. and they'd be like, this is my partner and this is the thing. So they could get, they yeah. would marry them. They would yep. all like, they create yep. that support. And so like everything was known as the GLBT. And so yes. it became the LGBT Back in the day. Yeah. and flip switch as like a respect part. And I yeah. believe that that is also why the Dykes on Bikes start the parade was because they that. gave that safe space and to what, many that needed it. That just gives me chills. If you uh, have ever seen The Normal Heart, uh, please check it out. It, it of course, deals with when the gay men's health crisis started. Mm-hmm. And what was so fascinating is back then the community was very disjointed and the gays were like, we're, we're not going to deal with the lesbians. Lesbians, not mm-hmm. it's, It was horrible, right? And I remember uh, when the gay men health crisis started, it was a phone uh, bank that you could call if you didn't, you wanted to talk about, I'm worried that I have this brand new crazy scary thing. And there was a, a young lady who uh, identified as a lesbian and came in and that was not what you did then. You were not going to go to the gays. Mm-hmm. And she said, I need to, I need to uh, volunteer for this bank. And they said, that doesn't make sense. Why do you want to be here? And she said, because I lost my best friend and I need to be in this room. And it still gives, huh. makes me cry. But it was huh. the beginning of saying, you know what? We don't have time to be against yeah. each other. So what if you, I didn't realize Dykes on Bikes came, because what a beautiful thing. It is absolutely beautiful. Listen, every time I tell you people, go enjoy Pride wherever you are because it's so it's layered. There's yeah. so many layers, so and we many. need to celebrate. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited, and I'm excited that there is a, an adult area, and I'm excited that families can still feel good about mm-hmm. bringing people. Remember, come and see me at the main stage. Um, hey. I By the end of the day, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be bright red because... It doesn't matter how much sunscreen. <laughs> We're bringing in the headliners. Uh, so Spikey Van Dyke. Yes. Uh, this will be their third time coming here. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, and Dinah Devine, it'll be her second. They get married uh, Halloween, I believe, this oh, year. Oh, good day. Yeah. Good day. Yeah. Yes. In this like spooky castle. But like Spikey is so much energy and so yeah. much fun. And then Dinah uh, also will be performing as her drag alter ego uh, as Jason Mimosa. Oh, <laughs> Like I'm talking like the flowy hair. I and love all that. Of it. It's so good. Oh, wouldn't it be the best uh, pride present ever if Jason Mimosa was just like, guess what? It's really me. Oh my God. That would make me happy. <laughs> make me happy. Um, yeah. So we talk a lot about pride, obviously, because I'm excited to be there for you guys. Uh, but definitely come have a good time. We're going to have a street team there. Uh, and Daniel's running that street team. Hey, and hey. so uh, if you want to talk to him, we have t-shirts to give out. Just a whole bunch of fun. There's a, a, a local $100 gift card to a local Spokanery that uh, we'll give out. We just want everybody to have a great time, to celebrate, and then get to know each other. That's my favorite thing about anything, as you well know, yes. uh, for people who, who don't know. When I get the chance to MC different events, my favorite thing, we can ask Kurt, is the first, the half hour before I like to get there early because I want to 
I want to talk to people that I think are interesting. Uh-huh. I need to get to know who's out in the audience. I don't, I'm not afraid of that. So, and I saw you there and I was like, oh, Kurt, we need to go say hi. Cause I will, no matter what event I'm in, I'm like, I just get a feel. Mm-hmm. So it can be by, uh, I see, and I'm like, I can tell interesting, or you can just feel it off of some people. And I was like, and I, you know, it's the risk of some people might think you're crazy. So, but just do it anyways. Yes. And I walked right up to you and I'm like, I need my picture with you. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and my partner, she was like, hi, have you met Madam Stina? Right? And I'm like, so, oh, I don't even, I don't even have to talk, which is great. Cause I am the most anxious person. People oh see me God. at the boutique or like at one of our events or something when I'm in like Madam Stina Ray mode. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you're so extroverted and all these right. things. Oh, and yeah. what they don't People know don't is I am, I am just like the, I'm the Kool-Aid man. Yes. I come busting through because that's what it takes so, to come out with that energy to get yes. through that anxiety. I feel like we are related. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm picking up on that. Because I am definitely that same way. Because it's a fl- you you know you have to consciously flip the switch. It right? is. And you're I love like, it. It's I a love face. You're like, here yes. we go. <laughs> and I love meeting people, but you know there's that time where afterwards you are depleted and you need to, it's that, that balance of Mm self-care. Um, I will always love to meet anybody out there, but the fact is, but I I scored big time. And also your friend is the best advocate. She's so good at it. it, Yeah. (laughs) And she was just a sassy and I am a big fan of sassy. Oh, same. Uh, yes. So that's how we connected. And I thought something, I didn't know that you owned Atomic Threads. I didn't know what your story was, but I knew something you came here. You sidled up next to me at the table. I'm just going to hang out with this table. And they're exactly. like, oh, my podcast and a fetish. And I'm like, I'm a girl with a dungeon if you need one. Which, mind you also, is was exactly my, about my pickup line with my husband. Like, oh, you're doing fire? Brilliant. I'm a girl with a camera if you need I- it photographed. <laughs> I love this. I'm a girl with a dungeon. I love the juxtaposition of I'm innocent and I have a dungeon. I'm just a girl. I'm just a girl with a dungeon. This is what I was excited for Spokane, who is known, you know, the town is known to be a bit um, conservative at mm-hmm. times. But this is what's funny. Anytime someone tells me that, I'm like, I, you can never, you can't overgeneralize this town. They're just waiting for somebody yes. to be brazen. Exactly. <laughs> and they just need permission. And so those of us who are not afraid to be loud mm-hmm. offers this permission to people yes. to do that. So when you're, so, you know, business is, is just, business is hard to be business. Yeah. How, what are your goals as you move forward with Atomic Threads? Uh, so... To, to survive, that's a big yeah, one. That's that is a important. Big one. Yeah. Um, Pay the rent, make some money. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's a thing. But like it's to continue offering the communities because it is not just like it's the community in a whole, but there's all these like sub communities that we also yeah. like now like I specialize towards, if you yeah. will. And so it's to continue giving that space and making it bigger into where it's not just Mike, Mike and I running it because right? that's exhausting. Where and you find your life inside <laughs> of that. When people are like, what do you do for fun? I'm like, what's that? Yeah, you're like, life, fun? <laughs> this is the fun. This yeah. is the fun. And it is fun, but it also comes at right. a price. Exactly. So it is to like, yeah, to be able to gre- create a, a strong foundation that can sustain beyond what our capacities are because right. there's such a need 
across the spectrum for people looking for clothes, yeah. for people looking for, I wanted to create a space where anybody, any group of persons coming in would be able to find something that A, fit them, B, yeah. struck their fancy, yeah. C, made them think or wonder because I also, I'm, it's in our values. We're kind disruptors. Like I'm here yeah. to like, I am here to shake things up. Yeah. Do and I love that you, you recognize it as the way you label it as kind disruption because we had a conversation mm -hmm. once and you're like, oh, that's exactly. Yeah. It's, it's what we try to do on our show. Listen, we, we love everybody. I'm a cheerleader for the world, but we do it with kindness and love and respect as long as you reflect it back. You know what I mean? So I find that, I will say, I'm trying to get all the bears, I mean, from my, my <laughs> Seattle bears, to uh, there's a, a wonderful community of bears in this town. You guys have leather harnesses, which mm -hmm. is our uh, uniform. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw it in there. We I'm like, people. We can make them for you. Exactly. <laughs> so many, so Rock. many exciting things. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so what I want, this is what we try to uh, uh, encourage Spokane to do is find those places, those niches, those places that we have here that we can celebrate mm -hmm. and give them a way to stay and thrive. So there's so much, I mean, before must have been, I've heard of you guys probably the last, the year has been in my conscious. Spokane should feel pretty lucky. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is not something, this is something that you would tell yourself if you live here that you'd have to go to Seattle for, or you have to go to Portland. That's honestly why it got made was shortly after Mike and I started dating, uh, we tried to move to Seattle because as yeah. my photography would have like, flourished oh there. for real i traveled enough as it was but i was like i don't want to do where yeah. i'm home based at so we tried end up not working yeah so it's, it's not an easy yeah it's not transition. an easy thing and when you've got kids and those yeah. things so there's reasons and stuff yeah. so it's like okay we're we're stuck living here in spokane all right right how do we do this and keep my sanity exactly because like my biggest thing when i went to california was like i got to come out there i got yes. to learn who i was away from everything that told me what I was supposed to yes. be and you're just like <laughs> not exactly. so much exactly yeah. and so when I came back I was like well I don't want to come out of that box again or I don't yeah. go back in it yeah. I don't want to be put back into it so like how do I be myself and not lose that and yeah. then it was like okay we're here my oldest had come out and yeah. I was just like well if I were to come out here in Spokane when I was that age right there's nothing not nothing there's not as many things as I would like to have as an outlet. Right. And like Odyssey is fantastic. And my oh, kid wonderful. goes there and I yeah. love them. Yeah. But like giving on the realm of like entertainment and, yeah. and, and just, um, other, other spaces and places. Yeah. Um, there just wasn't that. So it was very much of like, if it doesn't exist, what can we do to create it? Exactly. And so it started with like the clothing side and then it was like, okay, the queer side kind of came out there Love and that. then it came out more. And then like the king yeah. side fell in. I was like, well, all of these <laughs> things. So basically now the boutique, you walk in there and it's set up for retail and yeah. in any 30 minutes I can have it set up for a cabaret show, a kink thing, uh, an educational thing, an art thing. And so it doesn't matter. And it's, it's beautiful. I will say I let uh, lovely Daniel pick out a flag that I can use on stage for the day. <laughs> and no one, you don't, you have to show up to pride and stand in front of the, the, uh, <laughs> the stage because I'm not debuting, but I'm super excited. <laughs> and it's just a fan, but it just makes me laugh. It makes me happy. So, and so we were, I've been telling people, like, if you just, if you need pride merchandise, go, mm -hmm. go there. There's pride merchandise there. But at the same time, if you just want, I love the pinup aspect because I think that's, I have a lovely friend. Uh, she is a larger lady, always has been. Um, oh, oh, I don't, 
don't listen if you're watching, but she's about 400 pounds. But she's not ashamed of it. No. But she never was allowed to feel. Absolutely. And so she found a place to take pictures with for the guy she was seeing, and she felt sexy. Yeah. And she felt alive. And she, like, she lost all shame of wanting to show mm-hmm. people these pictures. And I'm like, this needs to be real. Yeah. This needs to be what we do. And I adore her. And it's everything that her friends knew. Like, because, of course, when you are when you love someone, you just see them as nothing. They're the beautiful energy that they are. So I love that for for a little bit, she got to see the way we all we all see her. Absolutely, and that's one of my favorite things. Like that's actually what got me into pinup photography. Yeah, was I started with a burlesque troupe here in town, and was like, I don't know how to take pictures, but I've always wanted to. Right, I've just never had people to get in front of the camera, and right. then I had a whole troop of people that were like, I'll get right? in front of your camera. Yeah, so like. I met this girl. She, uh, I just went to her, I believe it's her five year anniversary for Bottoms Up Brunch, Gigi Spot. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I started shooting Gigi Spot when she was 17. Wow. Uh, And then I remember she was like, I want to learn how to do pinup photography or pinup modeling. I was like, I want to learn how to do that (laughs) photography. Right. We're going to do it together. And I remember we thought we were so good. It was terrible. (laughs) The stuff we got, it was terrible. I love to go back when I'm like, bad days. I'm like, I just want to go look at the bloopers because it's so good. (laughs) And it tells you how far you've come. Oh, absolutely. But like her mom came in like four years later. Her mom comes in for a shoot and she's like, I'm not, I want to do a shoot for my husband Yeah. and I'm not one of you young girls out doing all the things. I'm not right. going to take off all my clothes, but <laughs> I don't mind showing a little bit. I'm like, right. Hey, I don't require nudity. It just happens. And she's like, <laughs> right. Well, it's not going to happen with me. I'm like, give me 15 minutes, honey. It's all I need. <laughs> and so we start and she's doing this like Western kind of vibe. So she's got the vintage hat on oh, and yeah. like, all these things. And she's got a little top tied up. And I'm like, okay, we're doing this shoot. And we go through this pose. I'm like, well, you're already showing your bra. Just right. take off your top and you can like sling it over. She's like, oh, that's really cute. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and you can stop me at any point. She's right. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Well, you've got those vintage leather gloves with like the fringe, the like right. general custard type of gloves, right? Yeah. I was like, go ahead and slip those on. And she's like, yeah. I was like, yeah. If you want, you can take off your bra and just put your hands and the fringe covers like your stomach and everything. She's like, no, right? that's really cute. I like that. I'm like, fantastic. <laughs> so we switch out the set. We bring out the bathtub and it's like this like horse trough. So it's like a yeah. six foot horse trough. Um, put her in it because she's taking a bath. And so Gigi's there. Her daughter is like making the soapy water and like putting it on her elbow and like on oh, the tip of her that's toe. that's brilliant. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. So you're topless and you're in the bathtub, but you've got your underwear on. I'm laying on the ground. Right. I can't see anything except yeah. for like mid chest up. So right. It's all hidden from the bathtub. Yeah. So if you wanted to like slide your underwear off just because it'll like. Right. Or even just down to where you don't see it on your hip. You don't right. take them off. She's like, no, it would make more sense to take them. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> see? So off she goes, and she takes off the underwear, and we do the pictures. And I'm like, okay, one last shot. And again, yeah. I am on the ground, so I can't yeah. see anything except for your knees up. Right. I'm going to have you sit back, put a hand behind your, your hat, the other one across your chest. You're going to oh, kick see? your legs up. Yeah. And you're like, oh. And so she does. And I take the picture. I'm like, and you're done. Yeah. And she's like, okay. She gets up to leave to go to the dressing room. She's like, oh. You got me naked. Right? I was like, honey, I didn't just get you naked. I got you vagina out naked. Right, like spread right. eagle spread, spread eagle naked. It's this gift <laughs> to make people Can we put that on a shirt? Yes. What? 
what she just said. Vagina out naked. Vagina out naked. Like I could stare into the depths of her right? soul. Right. I think that that's point. brilliant. And it was I've, consensual. Listen. It was all her idea. Right. And you feel she gets to feel what she is, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean. And which is what that. I like. Yeah. And that's one of the big things I I would see, and I get to see even in the clothing side of like between the shoots and trying on clothes. It doesn't matter. Of like they come in and I tell people like you don't have to come in and buy anything. Right. Get dolled up. Feel good about yourself yeah. and come in. Play. Find right. out what styles fit well with you. What styles yeah. you enjoy. What lengths you enjoy. You don't have to buy anything, but now you know when you are ready to buy what you enjoy, what brands, exactly. what sizes. You don't have yeah. to get in your head about those things. And so there's this light switch that happens of like in shoots even of like, hey, I'm having them do this pose and this pose. And then right. suddenly like they start moving and they start doing a pose. I'm like, oh, look at you. Yeah. And they just own Feeling it. themselves. And like yeah. that's the pre, like that's like why I do what I do. And like same with the boutique of like people coming in, they're trying on these things. Yeah. Whether they buy or not, they get to see themselves and I get to see that flip of like this. Right. Actually looks but here's good the on thing. Me. You go into a store and you begin to feel comfortable. They come back. You know what I mean? And then they are buying. I mean, I sp- I had no intention of spending money when we went in there. <laughs> and then you spend money because you see things that you need and you, you know, and it's uh-huh. just fun. So I would suggest to everybody, at least go check it out. I really want my bear friends to go in there. <laughs> just it, embrace this queer, the queerdo in you. Because queerdo, it, 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 it encompasses so many of us, Absolutely. so much more. It is, and I love that for us. I do. So I just want to say, so this has been amazing. Also, uh, check out at the end of June is the fetish show, which is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and you can send us your questions, anything you want to ask, to either find us on Instagram or go visit the store. And then there'll be a lovely thing up at the front, and you can just click the QR code and send us a question, whatever you have. Maybe you're novice. Maybe you've done it a while. There's questions constantly. And you'll get people who know what they're talking about who will answer them for you. And you all, uh, I know, love that. So uh, so thank you again. Oh, it's, thank you for having me. Oh, so much fun. See, we're like, I feel like we're brother and sister. I love it. I love right? it. <laughs> I love I'm not bad at it either. <laughs> so it's fun. Daniel, so now what are you thinking How now? How are you doing over yeah. there? Yeah. <laughs> Now that you've seen, heard more talk about stuff, how does that make you feel? A lot to process. But it's interesting. I mean, you g- she's offering a place where you get to be yourself. And right. I feel like this day and age, you don't get that. <laughs> and actually, I've been to Atomic Threads one time before Yeah. Um, with my friend who okay. is related to you. And I went, okay. and it was before I was... I was closeted, and I was terrified to go in, but I wanted to go in so yeah. bad. Tall person? I'll tell you. Okay, we'll do that. Um, <laughs> All right. And <laughs> I, we go in, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. They're, um, her niece or whatever you are to her is going to see right through me. They're going to know I'm a flaming gay, you know? I was oh, no. so nervous. <laughs> but, the I mean, shock. They were, you guys were, I remember, so nice bringing me the shoes to try on, and I'm like, they know. <laughs> brilliant I get everybody with the shoes they're like oh you won't have any shoes that fit me i'm like let's fit. first off i am a person that wears a size 12 foot i asked a drag queen at my first show where do you buy your shoes because exactly. i need them mm-hmm. so like they go up to a size 17 and if you need something before that beyond that i'll See? find it you had a pair of patrick star shoes that i oh you know mm-hmm. the ones where your foot is like 
ballerinaed. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ballerinaed. I like that that I description. I have those in a knee high boot too. <laughs> nice. Cool. There's some cool knee high boots there. I had a lady actually come in, and by lady I mean she was like in her 80s, wow. and she came in with her her daughter and like a granddaughter, and it was in our old location, and I kept those those same ballet twi- uh, point boots <laughs> up on top. It's a conversational piece, and the daughter is like, oh how do you walk in those? And I did not say anything because I know what I normally say. And the lady beat me to it. She was like, oh, those aren't for walking, honey. Those are for being on your back or on your knees. I'm like, <laughs> literally the words out of my mouth. I've said yeah. that to so many people. And this little old lady, I was like, you are who I thrive to be. Right? Because you can See? find dirty old men anywhere. Oh, but like yeah. a good dirty yeah, old lady, dozen. I'm like, yeah. that's what I need. That is the truth. <laughs> See, so we'll have to go back. And you, you know, oh, just we will be back. See, oh, as see, Daniel the intern. Already, Daniel he's a little more bold. I'm, I'm here for it. I know, me too. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. these, this is why we do the shows that we do. So, uh, please, uh, like we always say, celebrate the town you're in. Find the little places that you need to continue to help thrive because we all have them. And because if we don't support them, we'll just end up one corporate you know, mind fuck basically. Um, and that's not worth it. We need our culture and we need our, our survival because as we see around our country, they're trying to erase anybody who's different. So that means we have to be louder and be, and, and enjoy these places. So please go. Remember you can catch our show every Tuesday. There's a lot of really good shows lately. So maybe just binge and you can <laughs> see it on video or on audio. Um, and you'll see lots of pictures of me because I am a media whore. So you're welcome. Oh, no. <laughs> so I'm so sad. Poor Kurt's used to it. It's been a while. But anyways, <laughs> please check us out. Thank you again for being Thank on the you show. Thank you for having me. Of course. And until next time, bye. One, two, three.